0: Hello and thanks for tuning in to this latest episode of Your Potteries Podcast with me, Adam Gratton. I hope you've been finding time to enjoy the pubs now that they're back open and welcoming people in the doors and still out in the beer gardens. As this week, we take a trip to Mir and stop off in Swifties set up on the Meir High Street by Michelle Swift, who as well is setting up her first ever bar with making it her mission champion the community and area of Mia. I caught up with her prior to opening the doors and welcoming back in the regulars and new customers to Swifty's Micro Pub. So you know the drill pull up a chair by the table or a stool by the bar and settle in for another episode of your Potteries podcast. Thanks for joining us today Michelle.
1: You're very welcome, thank you for the opportunity. (laughs)
0: It's good, it's good to be here, um, in a very unique position on mere um, high streets, um, where there's quite a lot of yeah, hustle-bustle going past at the moment, um, and seemingly a, a unique place for, for a pub bar, so I suppose the first question is, why start a pub on mere high street?
1: Um, well, personally, I used to work for a bank, so worked in a corporate environment for many years, and it comes to the place, the position where my role wasn't available in the bank anymore, so I got made redundant and it was just a case of getting me thinking cap on, what can, what can I do, what's, what's different. Um, I've lived in mere all my life, so I've seen, I suppose over the years, we've lost a lot of pubs, and it's not just the pubs that you're losing, it's, it's the community, you know, there's nowhere for people to meet. So that was one of the main drivers, to be fair, to re-establish a community pub where the local residents can come and have a good time, basically. Um, like I say, there's there's nothing at the moment, so.
0: And I think, you know, just, just looking around here and to get, paint a picture for you um, tuning in, th- in today, there are sort of murals and paintings of the pubs that um, used to be plentiful in Mia. Yeah. So you've got um, the likes of the King's Arms in the middle, which is gone now, and uh, they've got the Mia Club. So you're really, you know, filling that void where, you know, People yeah. have, have lost so Absolutely. many places to meet yeah. over the years.
1: And I think from Mia's point of view, the town's always had a stigma, you know, and I, the exact question that you've just asked, why are you opening a pub in Mia? People thought I was doolally. Um, I am a little bit, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but... <As> was, anybody <laughs> who opens their own pub has got to, has got to got be, be, be a, a bit yeah, crazy.
1: Yeah. Um, but it was about giving something back. There's people around here, they graft, you know, they work all day and they just want somewhere. Meet their friends. And it's not just meeting people who they currently know, they're picking up past relationships. People who haven't seen each other for years are now getting together. You've got people who are isolated as well, so because there's nothing on the doorstep, there's not a lot for them to do so now. It's given them, it's given them a bit of a social life and made those connections and relationships again, really.
0: I think you, you touched on something that's um, really key there, and something you know, at the, on the Potters podcast is at the heart of what we're trying to do, is focus on that importance and the um, what Pubs have given to communities over the years that's so- socializing a place yeah. for people to meet. they've always been places for workers to come after a hard day's graft, yeah. and that's what you're looking to yeah. say bring back
1: and I think that's that's what I've tried to do from day one so when I first had the idea, I was sticking to being a micro pub, so no entertainment, no music. it was all about the conversation and the beer and I think our, we've evolved based on our customers, so you know. People have come in, why haven't you got no music on or what have you got any events on? So we've slowly um, progressed to now we have monthly comedy nights, party nights, 80 nights, whatever it is. We do it based on what customers are asking for, really.
0: So it's very much a, you, know, you had an idea and it's constantly evolving and I see you know, you're still yeah. decorated and adding to it. Um, yeah. How's that journey been from when you opened and that evolution? Um, I think team?
1: I suppose looking at it from a business point of view, um, we didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know whether we'd be successful or what the first twelve months were going to look like. So yeah, we kind of kept the purse strings tight, so to speak. And when we first opened, if you look at some of the pictures, we had shop lighting in here. It, you know, it was literally a room for people to drink in so yeah over the years like we've, over the last couple of years we've had the wall art done and as you can see it's work in progress at the moment what was
0: the what year was this you first opened your in um,
1: 2018 20. so, yeah. so it's been a short
0: time Absolutely. when you're doing projects like, like this yeah
1: definitely so i think we just got in a routine obviously 18 months we, we were in a routine we had a track record we had a good reputation within the community and then obviously march last year came lockdown and it feels like we're going to be starting again. Um, what has
0: the last 12 months been like for you've been such a new
1: yeah, pub I've as well? Yeah, I've had a great time, I'm not going to lie to you. I've enjoyed staying <laughs> at home with the kids because I've, I've got three young kids, three tod- three toddlers really. Um, so it's been and great. And you decided
0: to open a pub with yeah. three young toddlers? Yeah,
1: but that, <laughs> I know, I told you. A lot of stress. Yeah. But it was all about fitting in with my lifestyle as well. So previously, I was leaving at the house at six o'clock, getting in at seven o'clock at night firing the laptop up i don't want to do that now so i can take the kids to school i can pick them up from school yeah okay i have to put them in bed and then rush up the pub and manage this place but it fits in with life to some extent
0: would It would be yeah it's not it's something you want you want to do as well and it? it's a vocation you've got more control of and more creativity to you know yeah. get enjoyment out of rather than just you know working all day firing up the laptop you can come back and at least you know this is yours
1: yeah exactly and I think we, we've made some, you know, we've made some friends ourselves, me and my husband as well, to be fair. It's a nice environment. Um, and yeah, we've we've got connection with the regulars, I feel like, at the moment. So I just hope they come back when we reopen.
0: <laughs> yeah, it seems to be, a, uh, yeah, it's been a common theme when I was speaking to other establishments as well about the, the yeah. regulars. But the feeling is that, especially when you have that socialising community aspect, people will yeah. return. What has been the... Um, that growth in with your regular since you opened, yeah. What's that? That, that relationship been like? Um,
1: I think because of the lack of, so, lack of places for people to socialise, it's, yeah, it's brought people together. But then we've all got one common thing, and that's we all do like where we live. So as much as other people think that me is a bit of a, can you beat here? Can you beat me swear words <laughs> out? <laughs> I was going to say as much as me, I think people think me is a bit of a. Sh- it's not and the people who come in here actually we formed a little community group as well. So we do things like litter picks, we do fundraising, we do the autumn fair. So outside of the pub, those relationships are having a benefit on the town in general as well. So So it's already
0: started to take on that extra dimension in life of its own, so, and it's not just being a place where people come get a, a decent pint, but also spreading out there yeah. into what actually you offer and what that pub means to people in the local community
1: yeah exactly so it's yeah I suppose it's an ideal um, you you can talk to people basically you can find out what the gripes are and then as part of our little community group we might go out and do something about it so last year we had was it the year before I think I've lost a year with all this commotion um, but we had we've got a nursery on the doorstep which is ducklings at the community centre so they were the targets of antisocial behaviour they were having damage to the kids area and all sorts so we wanted to do something about it and we had a fundraising event in here brave the shave and it was the atmosphere was absolutely immense it was brilliant people were walking in off the street to kind of get the chests waxed and all sorts it was really <laughs> bizarre yeah um but off the back of that we raised 1500 pound um we got we got ducklings cctv installed they had a shed for store their equipment in um, We've had the, the other thing that we did, we got the defibrillator on the side of the building. So that was all through fundraising, through the regulars and through the community really. So it just feels like everyone's pulled together and the pub's a little bit like, not, I suppose not the heart of the town, but it is a, a starting point. I don't know how you word that It's really. becoming a
0: bit of that soul of yeah. Mia.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And hopefully the reputation and we can have a positive impact on, on the stigma that we're trying to kind of diminish really.
0: Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's, I think it's a testament to what you're doing here. And, and the place as we've been talking about pubs in the local community that we haven't even spoke about what it's like to run this new, this new place that you set up a couple of years ago and talked about the beer or anything, anything like yeah. that. So it shows, um, you know, what it means to people yeah. and the area that um, pubs, bars are in, that they can have a real impact and be that cornerstone of community. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: So, I suppose that leads us on though to you know, what is it like running a pub by yourself?
1: <laughs> um, to be fair, I do get a lot of support from me, husband, and my dad. They're brilliant. So, they are. Got to give them out. a mention yeah, then, yeah, definitely. Yeah, gold stars to me, husband, <laughs> and my dad. Um, it was a le- massive learning curve for me, if I'm completely honest with you. I've never done anything like this before. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy a pint, always will. But it was a case of we want to keep it local. So, I Suppose one of the challenges is the rotation of beer, so we always like offer people, so our customers, something different. We even get customers suggesting what beers we can buy in. Um, and yeah, we have four rotating pumps every week. But going back, it's like the cellar system, simple things like that. You've there's a lot to know with what goes on down the cellar
0: and all I the mean, equipment. Because this is you know, the, the unit you're in, it doesn't look like it was conventionally made up to be a pub no, so how's, no. how's that worked with having a cellar in place
1: um quite difficult to be honest because we've got no external um we can't put anything on the external walls so our system system's probably a little bit unique to other pubs whereas instead of pumping the hot air out we pump cool air into the sally okay. um we've got two coolers down there um and yeah it's a case of keeping them clean as well. That's a job in itself. I can um, imagine. Yeah. <laughs> but again, this is all things that's... It's been a learning curve for me. So kind of consider myself as a bit of an expert in it now, to be fair. But that was... My priority was to find out about that. Because we were promoting the fact that we got the, you know, decent beer. And without a decent sour system, the beer's never going to be top-notch. So that's one thing that we've always got right from day one. And we've made sure it's consistent...
0: I suppose, you know, actually we've talked, you know, we talk about the community and the place that the pub can have in that um, local area. But that's only going to happen if you can get people in firstly to, yeah, be, you know, to have a, a decent pint and a, and a nice atmosphere and so, yeah. you know. It's obviously putting yourself out there to say yeah. we're doing this, you know, locally. We're doing top quality beer. It's that's always got to be a core focus, has not yeah, it? Yeah,
1: absolutely. And I suppose the other thing in in the early days is looking at things like your pricing, so and what we were offering. So we don't offer your standard, you know, we don't, we won't ever stock calling or Stella. We want some, we want people come in and sample something different. Yeah. So we've got true Belgian beers on the pump. So we do the ABK Pilsner and how they are permanent on on the on the pumps. Um, and yeah it's just about not giving them general run-of-the-mill stuff I suppose yeah and
0: just offering something different to show you know, a wider yeah. sort of you know, mix of exactly. what they're drinking. and we, we've
1: just recently um, well prior to lockdown we've just started offering craft as well okay. so um, and you'll see in the fridge down there we've got all sorts of randomness like your, the sours and the things that are yeah. becoming more popular now so there's not any there's nowhere close on the doorstep where you can actually get that kind of stuff without travelling a bit further maybe up to Hanley or
0: I think they you know, absolutely I mean where, where you are given you know the amount of pubs that used to be around there, as we previously discussed around me it is now you know very sparse isn't it so yeah. yourself appearing on the high streets as you know, you know you're sort of trying to um, re-connect not just with the community but as a place to you know you, you can come and have a nice drink and you can um, you know Find some entertainment here yeah, as well.
1: Exactly, and you know some of the people who come in might not actually drink as well. Yeah. So we've we've got non-alcoholic types. People all come in because of the social element as well, which I think is important round here.
0: I see. It's the old, the, the old tagline into yeah, you cut know, comfortably stay for the yeah, you know, stay for the, the conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's it. <laughs> so what's um, what have been some of the, the challenges? I mean, you've touched on, I mean, yeah, it's not been an easy ride. We've had yeah, the pandemic, but just in the, the day-to-day of, of running your own place like this? What are some of those challenges you're facing?
1: Um, I think it's time, really. I never see him have enough time to, to to get everything done. You find like you're always rushing around, but then when you see the benefit of what you're doing, it kind of makes it all worthwhile. So if I could have an extra few hours in the day, it'd be appreciated. <laughs> um, but I, I can't say as it's been, I can't say as it's been overly challenging because we planned properly in the first place and I think looking back now I spent six months planning this whether it be from the financials to you know don't get me wrong the business plan has changed based on what we were going through um, and what customers were telling us but it's that planning in the first stage those six months of going through the financials whether you know Find tooth and comb, or whatever the saying is. Then, yeah, that's that's what's really paid off for us. I think. I suppose that,
0: yeah, that's, it's, it's setting those foundations in place. Yeah. You know, Whether on top of it, then can change and adapt yeah. and evolve, can't it? Exactly. But, so.
1: And a lot of people thought that like you. So you know, when you asked what made you open a pub in Mere, I suppose the reasoning behind that is, um, so it, it's not a, it's about killing that stigma. And the way we did that is obviously our clientele, we don't want people coming in here feeling uncomfortable. So it was down to the pricing strategy. So we might have been, at the time, a little bit more expensive for a pint than elsewhere. But that's because we do not want, with all due respect, I don't want people coming in, drinking 10 pints of Stally and wanting to cause trouble. So it's the atmosphere in here I always say to people, they get one chance, if you try to cause any trouble, you, you're not welcome back because you're impacting it for everybody else. So the atmosphere and making sure everyone's in a good mood and people talk to each other, you know, and that kind of collaboration between the residents in here. So.
0: And that's, it sounds something that's really in tune with the modern way of people going out and experiencing, going out you know, to a bar or a pub, is that coming for quality, like Craft Ale or just something different but you know, a place where conversation is coming back into yeah. you know into the forefront of get, going out, not looking at phones particularly and all that, yeah. and then feeling comfortable and safe and where they're going and not about, you know, necking yeah, exactly. a load of you know, pints. No,
1: and uh, like the relationship between, you know, all the regulars or even new people who come in, people look out for each other. So I'll have, you know, I have a lot of women who come in here on their own because they're comfortable, you know, and they'll act People will make sure they get home okay. People care about each other in here, so nobody will ever be left on the road. Somebody comes in for a pint on their own, they won't, they won't sit on their own. Somebody will always talk to them, and you know it's that kind of. Caring relationship that makes people think, you know what, it's all right in there. I'll, I'll go back.
0: Developing that safe environment, which is then starting to create its own sort of micro community.
1: Yeah, exactly. So to some extent, because I will say we, you know, the first eighteen months we have been successful, but that's not just down to us. It's about the people who come in here. They've made it a success for us as well because I think people attract people, um, and you know, people's recommendations um, go. It goes a long way. So.
0: Most definitely. So what does the future, what have you got in store for the future in your mind for Swifters? Uh,
1: um, if I'm completely honest, the next 12 months we're just going to do what we've done. So we've got comedy nights, we have got events booked in, so we're going to make sure everyone has a great time over the next 12 months. As to where we take the business after that, I think we've got to see where the next 12 months go. So we've, we've got options, we've got potential, You know, we've, we've got upstairs of this building, so do we expand? Do we get a snooker table? Do we do food upstairs? Um, it's gonna be a case of seeing how we go, like I say, for the next 12 months, and then we'll start asking the community what they'd want to see, what they'd want us to do, really.
0: Fantastic, and um, so there you have it. Thank you very much for speaking Thank to you. the Pot- Pottery's podcast today, Michelle. If you're looking for something different in a new, unique setting, get yourself over to me and pay a visit to Swifties Bar for a little something different that is in the heart of the community. And if you want to find out more about Swifties and the work that Michelle, her husband, and everybody else is up to, just go on Facebook and look at the events page there. Well, that's it for this episode. hope you've enjoyed listening to me chat to Michelle Swift at Swifties in Mir. Be sure to tune in next time when we'll be stopping off at the Victoria Lounge in Hanley. Until then, keep up to date with all the latest Local goings-on in the pub life of Stoke-on-Trent and Staffordshire. By checking out the Community Pubcast on Twitter at cpubcast, Facebook at the Community Pubcast. And should you or a bar, pub, or brewery you know want to feature on the Patry's Pubcast, just send us a message through social media or you can email us at the Community at gmail.com. Until then, remember. Drink responsibly, stay safe, and thanks for listening.